0: Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me or my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. Yeah, and Jay Hugh. <coughs> back again after a week off for no apparent reason other than we're lazy. <laughs> I think it's just because we had nothing,
1: you know? Yeah. It's hard to come up with content when the world stops.
0: It is. We're definitely running out of things. We could do like a news episode one day. Because I feel like there's been an odd amount of news recently, even though there's no hope of Hollywood ever igniting. Well,
2: it. that's kind of that's kind of the weird thing is I feel like, you know, we do do topic episodes, but I feel like a lot of our uh, content is is either, you know, like zeitgeist or anticipatory, right. uh, including today. And when there is no zeitgeist and there is nothing to anticipate, it really dries the well up. It, it definitely takes the wind out of my sails a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah. we I mean, we thrive... Uh, off, all of our ideas come off. What's coming out in two weeks? Right. Now, when nothing's coming out in two weeks, what are we supposed to do?
1: Exactly. We are more likely to do an episode about something inspired coming out in two weeks than do an episode on the thing when it comes out. And when there's
2: nothing coming out, yeah, you know, there's there's just no ideas. So that said, we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna lean back on uh, on familiar and comfortable territory. Uh, and and try to bring some normalcy back into this weird world we're living in. And we're going to look at the uh, the movies coming out for the next three months, our summer movie preview during the COVID-19 summer.
0: <laughs> Old faithful summer movie preview.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Except you know, I, there's n- nothing faithful about COVID summer right now.
1: I was in Tom Thumb just a few minutes before this getting some snacks, and uh I was considering Cool Ranch Doritos and on the Cool Ranch Doritos is Wonder Woman because we're supposed to be living in Wonder Woman times right now. That's true. That shit was probably already packaged, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. they. I guess there's, you can stop everything else, but you can't stop Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch <laughs> is coming. But yeah, so it was, it was kind of sad just sitting there. It's like, what is this even for?
2: You know, this is a full tangent that has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I would be really interested to see what, uh, what the differences in diet are now, now that people are at home. Is it, is it more junk food or is it less junk food, do you think?
0: Definitely more.
2: For us, I think it was less junk food for like maybe the first
1: three or four weeks. That sounds and right. It, and yeah. then it just turned into fuck. Now, now it's just all salty garbage. <laughs>
0: See, I'm reverse. Like, when we first started this thing, I didn't give a crap. I was like, look, the world's ending. I'm going to eat pizza every day. Uh, <laughs> but the last month, I've tried to be much more conscientious about it. But I definitely lose, like, any time the idea pops into my head or we talk about the opportunity to go, like, sit down in a restaurant, I, I definitely am right back there with pizza. Like, I, I just... <laughs> I want it again. Right.
2: right, it's good to know that that 14 year old Christian is, is always in there somewhere,
0: <laughs> alive and well,
2: alive and well. So one of the one of the weird things going into the the Star movie preview, because you know, obviously all the theaters are still shut down and will be, you know, at least for the next month, probably, uh, is a lot of big releases that were intended to come out. Certainly, some of the studios pushed to like September, November. But uh, some of them kind of broke ranks and started releasing video on demand instead of a theatrical release, and I think Trolls kind of started this trend, right? Which really pissed off the the uh, the established movie theater chains, but apparently made a shit ton of money,
0: right? Did it really? Uh, yeah, it's really expensive to do it. Those things are like twenty bucks to rent.
2: <laughs> that's true. That I,
1: that's why I really haven't done it yet because it's it's totally it's like. I don't know. It's one of those things where I can, I can justify spending that much going somewhere, but I can't really do it for just like a temporary rental. You know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I, I wanted to do it for Birds of Prey, and right. uh, but I just, I, I just couldn't make myself do it. So I'm just waited till it's at the Red Box, which I mean, thankfully you, you are in now fact I the target
2: audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: So what I mean Scoob I think is the one that did it this past so, weekend. So is so, so any... yeah
2: just this past week we got uh May 15th we got Scoob which again I think I think kids movies are definitely the best thing for this cuz parents I think are just tired of watching whatever they've already seen 1700 times. They want to see something new 1700 times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh, definitely been an advantage for like Disney Plus. I mean they've been able to sure. crank out some content lately cuz they're not. They're not even considering putting crap in theaters right now.
2: For sure, uh, I uh, I just read a, an article on like the uh, seeming death of what is it? Is it Quibi? Is that the name of that?
0: Yeah. yeah, the quick bits or whatever. And
2: I, I'm just saying, like, if you can't survive as a streaming service during a pandemic when people are just desperate for content, <laughs> then you didn't deserve to, to make it. Man, I have a pitch for Quibi that is uh, useful to no one but me but I think Quibi's where they should bring back soap operas. <laughs> I mean, look, there's, there's a, a large demographic of women between like, you know, 35 and 85 that would, uh would super agree with you. I'm sure. Well, they I don't mean, know how I, to use Quibi, but I have this, I have
1: this whole thing of one of the reasons I think soap operas of today sucks is today's technology. I think, on, in high def and in widescreen, it becomes much more obvious that this is just two actors standing on a soundstage, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like, like high def is not the the, the The, the, fuzz,
2: the fuzziness of, of the old improved the, the immersion into the
1: world. It, it did, totally. And, you know, and, you know a, a lot of those you know, actors on those would stay on those shows for like 20 and 30 years. So sometimes they needed that soft focus. <laughs> can't do soft focus high you cannot uh, uh, but i feel like quibi could like could like uh, rectify some of that because then you put everybody back in a little box again and it's suddenly not interesting when it shows just or not not interesting when it shows just close up to people talking to each other since that's when, about when when less pixels is better <laughs> right
2: yeah I anyways like it, that's
1: anyways if any of you guys know somebody at quibi you know tell them i got this idea
2: I like I
0: it. actually do have a friend who is on a show on on in Qui on Quibi. Oh,
1: uh, really? Yeah, Shit. the
0: WWE has like a like like a glow reality show on Quibi and she's on it.
1: Oh, right on. We'll pass that along for you. this is turning into we'll a do. weird
2: ad for Quibi. I don't know if I like it.
0: <laughs> we'll sell it. They need all the help they can get. That's
2: true. We, we, can, we can just buy it and turn it into our soap channel. <laughs> <laughs> but also this past week, I, I have to mention this, even though it's in the past and directly uh conflicting with the nature of this episode. Uh last week also saw the release on VOD of Capone, which is the first oh. Josh Trank movie since Fantastic 4. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Uh and it was not received well despite starring <laughs> uh what's his name? Old Matt Hardy. Tom Tom Hardy. Man, how how many mob movies is that dude going to make? It seems like he's made a lot. Yeah, he's in one? the
0: one where he plays the twins. He's in the one. Uh, right oh, place.
2: Tom Hardy, I thought you meant, like, uh, Josh Trank. I was like, I don't think Josh Trank's ever made a mobster movie. Well,
1: also, with, with Josh Trank, I can't, at this point, he's made so much bad shit. I can't even remember what the good thing was that got him started. What was the Chronicle. good thing? Chronicle. Chronicle, that's right. It's Chronicle.
0: And, going and that's, that's, I don't even think Chronicle's as good as we made it out to be. <laughs>
2: I was going to say, and that's, like, an okay thing. It that was, was, it was my, a right place, right time kind of thing.
0: It gave I us mean, Michael B. Jordan.
2: It did. I mean, The Wire was... gave us Michael B. Jordan. That's fair. And it
1: was interesting. That's like, oh, shit, somebody finally saw it as something else to do with found
2: footage. Exactly. That's like kind of what I think is, is the, bo- the, the strength of that movie. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Could, was, Tom Hart has been in a lot of gangster shit. Peaky Blinders, the, the legend movie where he's both the, the brothers. Well, the one where he's the prisoner Bronson surely yeah. surely another yeah. one i don't know right anyway right. this movie's not good but it's available on demand as of last week oh really uh but that brings us to this coming week which the only thing that's coming up which is uh if, if you got a netflix subscription which i can't imagine you don't have in 2020 uh is uh the romantic comedy lovebirds which has got uh isa and uh camille nanjiani which is supposed to come out like a million years ago
0: I, saw, I mean, I remember the trailers for this. It looked pretty funny. I'll probably watch it.
2: I'm a, I'm a believer that romantic comedies are making a, a steady comeback. They lost their audience by just doing the same thing too much. And so they, I feel like they've made steady improvements. Well, and streaming
0: well, they, is, the right, is the right viewership. For, for sure
2: it. Like,
0: it is. I don't e- want to pay $17 to go see a romantic comedy. But sitting on my couch where I'm already paying $6 a month or whatever, that's fine.
1: Well, and like, you know, those hallmark, like really shitty romantic comedies, there's people who are nuts for those things. So getting more ro- like good romantic comedy stuff where people
2: can get it in their homes is probably a good idea. So literally the following two weeks are nothing. It's just completely dead air. Even within streaming services, no original content, no nothing worth talking about. So, you know, uh, rewatch uh, Friends or Seinfeld or whatever <laughs> takes you a long time. Right. Uh, but June twelfth, we got uh, the. There's a, there's a lot of ones on this list that have had problems before the the uh, the outbreak. Uh, Artemis Fowl is being released on Disney Plus, which I guess yeah, is this got pushed like, like it's, several times.
0: Yeah, it's directed by Kenneth Branagh, uh, based on the series of books. Though i from what I understand, it's very different. I wouldn't is, know. Is
2: Kenneth Branagh a good director?
0: Yeah, that's a good question.
2: <laughs> I you know I, I, I like I, Kenneth Branagh as a person. I dig how much he digs Shakespeare. But, uh, you know, I just I just don't like any of his movies that I can think of. I think he was, and I think just he's not good at
1: going outside of his comfort zone. He should stay in his comfort zone. Yeah. He should make period pieces all the time.
0: See, you say that, but I don't think Murder on the Orient Express was all that good. Nope, not good. Um, See, I never watched it. I just know Blue
2: Hairs fucking loved it.
0: Yeah, I hate johnny depp so maybe that is what ruined that movie for me but um
2: it also could be I, a bunch of your favorite a and b list actors really phoning it in
0: yeah that's very true um i just don't you know i just don't trust the guy anymore i think he's fine as an actor i wish he acted more than he does yeah uh, but yeah i think releasing this on disney plus is the right call there's no way this movie was going to make money in theaters
1: right it feels like it's been
2: on hold since like 2008 yeah it do does something. doesn't it yeah totally with you. i think that's dead on um but also that week june 12th uh netflix is releasing they just released a trailer for this uh the five bloods which is spike lee's uh new movie with chadwick boseman and a bunch of older black actors that you would know <laughs> that's super racist i can do better than that <laughs> you, you, please leave it you, you in definitely do yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, I meant to link it up. It's got it's got. What's his face from the wire, the senator that I can't remember the shit. What is his name?
1: Oh, what? Is, I mean, I don't know his name as anything, but the guy on the wire who said shit.
2: Yeah. uh Let's see. It's got Chadwick Boseman, Clark Peters. It's got a lot of wire people. uh Isaac Whitlock Jr. is the name of that guy. All right, uh, but it's Jean about Jean Renault. Jean Renault, Yeah. Uh, But it's about uh, some African-American soldiers who fought in Vietnam who uh, seemingly found and buried some treasure there with the intent of going back. And this is kind of their uh, side-by-side story of their time in Vietnam and their time in later life going back to retrieve the treasure, which I'm game for. It sounds kind of like a riding off into the sunset version of Three Kings. Dude, It really sounds like it would have tore up some theaters in 1995 sure like that's yeah. the most Agreed.
1: 1995 concept i've ever heard but it sounds good
2: i like but movies. hey They're you know so we're crazy. 15 years after 1995 which means we're almost nostalgic for 1995 <laughs> we're
0: 25 years after 1995 and so we're oh damn i don't
2: know i don't know how math works no, <laughs> i got a physics degree guys <laughs> i
0: actually think 1995 is closer to the vietnam war than we are to 1995 that's that is first, I, I think that's almost true, certainly yeah. true
2: yeah uh, but also that weekend on, uh, on VOD, we got uh, Judd Apatow's new comedy, I think it's Judd Apatow's new comedy called The King of Staten Island, starring uh, Pete Davidson, which is another comedy about a uh, slovenly uh, deadbeat who also can be sad. Yeah,
1: I'm, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm thinking when a new Apatow movie comes out, we should start making a pool for at what minute mark it stops being funny. Because it keeps going it keeps going closer to the beginning with each one, you know. Like, you know, used to, it was like, oh, the last 20 minutes of this is just about him growing up. And that's right. not fun. And that just keeps moving. Like, Trainwreck, that movie was funny for like 20 minutes. And then it was just about her getting her life together. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going this one, i have given this one 15. 15 <laughs> minutes before it's just <laughs> I, think it's, I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, go ahead, Jay. Here. <laughs>
1: Uh, I was just going to say, and I think I've said this before, but if they gave out an Oscar for wanting an Oscar the most, Judd Aptow would win it every year.
0: Yeah, I feel like he was heavily inspired by like Robin Williams in 1997. Like when Robin Williams decided, I'm going to start making drama movies, Judd Aptow was like, that's a good shtick. I'm (laughs) going to do that. Judd
1: Aptow thought, man, Patch Adams, that movie moved me.
2: (laughs) God damn it. Well done.
0: Having said that, Pete Davidson makes a lot of sense for this role. He does.
2: And look, I I like the trailer. I'll probably watch this movie. Oh, I'll 100% watch it. You you know exactly what it is going into it. Right. So that brings us to I had to mention this one because I never heard of it, and it's so ridiculous. Uh, June 19th, uh, I think it was Netflix. It was either Netflix or Hulu. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's Netflix, though. Uh, Is releasing a movie called A Whisker Away, which is an anime movie. About a girl who, uh, uh, you know, they're always high school girls, who likes a guy, and I don't know, probably can't talk to him or whatever, and uh, turns into a cat, and then becomes his cat.
0: That is weird.
2: And, uh, Even you know,
0: by anime standards. But,
2: but, but also, like, it, it's also a movie that knows exactly its t- target demographic. <laughs>
1: I mean, honestly, when you were describing this, I thought you were describing it was going to turn into a different kind of anime movie where she grows a dick. I mean, look, I'm not ruling it out. I haven't seen the movie yet, right? But, but this oddly sounds weirder than that.
2: Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, that's the only thing coming out that week. But it was, it was just so, it was so on the nose targeted that I had to, I had to bring it up.
1: It does sound like in two years there'll be an American version, but it'll be boy turning to cat and it'll star rob schneider i don't think rob schneider is accepted in hollywood circles anymore
0: i agree with that sentiment.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe he is well whoever rob I, schneider is right now who's rob schneider is pete davidson rob schneider right now you can <laughs> make an argument still, i think people still respect him uh rob schneider made that movie where he turned from a high
2: school girl into rob schneider
1: i don't think he was respected at that point hmm.
2: Uh, So July 3rd is the first movie that I I saw that wasn't explicitly marked for VOD yet, which I feel like is heavily optimistic. Yeah. But it's uh, Russell Crowe's Unhinged, which just seems like some other kind of taken movie where an old guy gets angry about something and goes on a revenge mission. Uh, it's funny
0: when we talked about Liam Neeson and Denzel and we thought of actors who could become this I don't think any of us said Russell Crowe but god that makes so much sense I mean Russell
2: Crowe should have been first
0: (laughs) we
1: we didn't say that but that is 100% the correct answer
0: yeah this is his career now from here on out this is what he will do
2: that's probably true I can dig that Uh, And also that week, something that I'm sure that Christian is very excited about. Uh, Way, way early, Disney Plus is releasing the uh, uh, filmed performance of Hamilton.
0: I'm so, so pumped. Uh, Archer's first birthday is that weekend, and I've decided that he will have a Hamilton birthday party. (laughs) I like it. And because he's one, we can just ignore him and just all watch Hamilton
1: (laughs) together. Yeah. Sarah's super excited about this uh, uh, too. Like basically anytime we're trying to decide what to watch, she's like, I just want to watch Hamilton. I'm like, and it's not till July. So yeah, I'm excited. But
2: because, this is
0: still like 18 well, months earlier than release. It exactly. Was to be like yeah, October yeah. of next year or something right. crazy.
2: Uh, oh, no shit! that's crazy. As someone who, who uh, never jumped into it because he, I knew that I would never shell out the money for like a ticket for it. I'm excited for it. Cause this is my only in. I'm never going to go see this until it's like, you know, been out for 30 years.
0: Speaking of shelling <laughs> a ticket for something, Joseph, did you hear the sad news about Frozen on Broadway? No. It will not be returning after the COVID break. But why? They are pulling it completely. I guess it never came, uh, you know, financially stable. So the 11 months that it was in New York are the only 11 months that'll be there. Well, what a special memory guy... for you. Yep, got to go. It was great.
2: I'll take it off Broadway. I don't mind seeing it in in, uh, New Orleans or something. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, That brings us to uh, July 10th, where uh, uh, Netflix is releasing, I think it's a movie. called. I I probably should have checked on that. Uh, It's it's called The Old Guard. It's some kind of superhero teen movie. I don't know anything else about it. I wasn't sure if it was based on pre-existing content. I mostly just wanted to throw the name out there and see if old Jehu... It rang bells. It, it does sound familiar, but I don't know what
1: it is. That does that does sound like something that I know, but I don't know that I know it right now.
2: They've released set photos for it, but they haven't released a trailer. And so, I mean, I'm sure there's probably like reading that I could have done to find out what this is about. But I only watched. <laughs> this is the one
0: with Charlize Theron, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, she's like an immortal mercenary or something. I know she's got an axe in it cool that's all i know about it i, like I think it. it is based on something
2: but yeah that brings us to july 17th which again i still feel like is optimistic for theater reopenings but if anybody is gonna hold on to it it's gonna be chris nolan july 17th tenet is still listed it has not been officially pushed yet uh you know next Christopher nolan film about time travel i mean if you like Christopher nolan films you're gonna go see it anyway but <sighs> well I know we were, we were talking about, once we got to this, uh,
1: this section, we're going to speculate if they actually do come out or they, or oh, they yeah. go direct to video. I say that this one, I mean, it may not come out this weekend,
2: but it's coming to theaters. If he, oh, yeah. if it's, this if one it definitely gets pushed, friend. I think. Yeah. I guess, I guess yeah. the options are comes out pushed or, or VOD. That, that, I, that Russell Crowe movie is 100% VOD.
0: Yeah, Russell Crowe's going to VOD.
1: <laughs> I mean, at this point, Nolan's basically the only director left besides maybe Tarantino that his name draws, you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, I think he can throw his weight around and say, hey, I'm, this is coming out in the theater no matter how long it takes.
0: And he's such a fan of the theater experience. Yeah, he, he is, in, yeah. Like, You know, he was shooting crap with like IMAX cameras when like 6% of theaters in the country could show that kind of formatting stuff like he just he wants to push the boundaries of filmmaking. And in his mind, the way to see his films is in the theater. He will not allow the studio like if Warner Brothers does it. Warner Brothers will never release another Nolan movie ever again. 100% correct.
2: That brings us to July twenty second or twenty. i'm Sorry, July twenty fourth. It doesn't. Fight. The dates don't matter anymore. We know that's that. my
0: birthday. That date does matter.
2: Uh, it's uh, Disney's Mulan, which uh, you know, this is uh, definitely a contender for. Does it just show up on Disney Plus? I think if it uh,
0: doesn't get released by this date, it'll go to Disney Plus. I think this is the last date they'll give it. I would probably agree with that.
2: I also agree, and realistically, I'm fine with that because I don't know if I would have seen this in theaters. Uh, yeah, I mean,
0: they, they seem to be banking big on it there's rumors of a sequel talk already wow um, they, they seem to be pretty pro Mulan and they think the audience will be as well but I just can't imagine you're sitting on a film that costs 300 million dollars you're already four months after release and you're like okay we'll push it another yeah, yeah, yeah. six months right and you know you could get a new another 10 million people on Disney plus when you put it out there
2: I dig it it's good logic uh, and it brings us to uh, several of these I want, just wanted to mention, even though they're terrible movies. I'm sure they're going to be terrible movies because they've showed up on our list multiple times. July 31st, uh, there's a movie called The Informer, which is like a prison movie about with Joel Kinnaman. Uh, I can't believe this isn't already VOD. <laughs> yeah, <it's scary. laughs> I can't believe this wasn't VOD like four years ago. <laughs>
1: I can't believe it, that wasn't its intention. I know. You know? It,
2: right, yeah. Yeah, that's that's bananas. Uh, so that brings us to August seventh. One of the ones that's definitely coming out is uh, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, whatever that one's called.
1: VOD, definitely VOD. VOD. They're they're probably excited about it being VOD.
2: Uh, you know, August seventh might actually be long enough. We'll see as as uh, it, as the world well gets, as be. the world gets pressured to, to reopen. I could I could see this one actually. I could see this one being the first like major th- major, quote unquote, theatrical release that's on this list.
0: I just think if, the, if they really have seen success with Trolls World Tour and with Scoob, that they have, and, and, and again, it depends on where we are in July, but it, even if theater's at 25 or 50% capacity, they could just be like, screw it. We'll make more money. Right. And, and then maybe simultaneous release.
2: Uh, yeah, I think there's definitely a possibility for that also. That brings us to August 14th. Where We've got the remake of The Secret Garden that no one asked for, which I'm not sure why I was ever going to theaters, but if theaters are even open, it should go to VOD. Yeah, uh, that's
0: stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Wonder
2: Woman 1984.
0: Yeah, this will likely get pushed if theaters are not open. Um, again, I,
2: I, again this, is, this is far enough out, and I'm not saying it's smart, but uh, I I'm saying that it, there's a very real possibility that, that shit will start opening up by this time. This
1: For could sure. very well. This is the week I believe could very well be the week theaters actually open. Uh, that being said, the, you know I, I'm torn on this. If if it does if it does get pushed back, because they, you know, it's really hard to argue something like this going direct video is going to make more money than in a theater. But man, it would be a good way to sell that new subscription service. You that's know, a good with... point. Ooh,
0: HBO, good point. HBO Max comes out later this Exclusive. month. Exclusive. If, if we don't see, you know, and it's expensive. Yeah. Uh, if, if we don't see it, you know, really start to surge, this could be a draw. Uh, yeah. That's a really good point. Jamie. That is
2: actually a really good point. I like it.
0: Also, this movie was made like two and a half years ago. I
2: know ago. it. <laughs>
0: They were supposed to come out last summer. Yeah, I, boy, I bet they regret that pushback now.
2: No, kid. Yes,
0: 100%. Uh,
2: but that brings us to August 21st. We got two kind of minor releases. I say that. Uh, I'm sure one of us is going to have major feelings about one of them. Uh, Antebellum, which is a horror movie with Janelle Monet, and Bill and Ted 2, finally. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm going to see Bill and Ted 2. Are you correct? It's
0: Bill and Ted 3. Oh, sorry, uh, three. three, I'm sorry. Shit, yeah. Face the music, and yeah, I'm super excited for it. Having said that, I also really like the trailer for Antebellum. Um, I think both of these movies are going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but again, depending on where we're at, if the theater's only seating 25 or 50%, I bet you get a simultaneous release on VOD with both of these films.
1: I, I suspect mean,
2: that's probably correct.
1: I think particularly with a horror movie, like if you can't sit a bunch of people in it, it's just not the same experience. A good point. Uh, for Bill and Ted, I feel like... Uh,
2: it, and there's a good reason for it to be VOD because our, our like new audiences coming to the Bill and Ted for the first time in theaters. I feel like this yep. is all nostalgic based. If you're gonna see Bill and Ted three, you are gonna you know you're gonna see it in theaters or on VOD. Yeah, that's true. The,
0: the people who are gonna watch it are gonna watch it in either way. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. There's no risk in giving it multiple multiple paths.
2: Uh, and then August 28th, the really almost the reason that I wanted to do this at all because somehow it's still on a release schedule it is the release of the long 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 awaited well outdated new mutants movie
0: i think it's been on every movie preview we've ever done <laughs> really?
1: the last yeah, yeah. yeah. i know it. Yeah. Uh,
2: it as we mentioned on the last movie preview it was such a time capsule of what was hot when when it was supposed to come out before people realized it was a bad movie before fox got acquired by disney uh, before the COVID virus, like just literally everything has worked against this, including probably its own quality. Uh, this is
0: what I don't understand. They don't put it on Hulu or Disney Plus. I like I, this is one I, I just don't get.
1: I just I just read a clickbait article about it today. They can't. Oh really? Oh, really? It's part of the it, it's part of the deal when Disney bought Fox that this. Has to be released in theaters, and it has
2: to go to HBO before it goes to any streams. Nice. Holy shit!
0: Oh snap! So hey, uh, you're dropping I get, the intel.
2: I know it. <laughs> um, uh, again, I'm not opposed to like a, a, a HBO or HBO Max exclusive release for this. To say, that seems like a fine
1: thing. This is one that I think its delay has done nothing but good things for me because at one point I was not excited to see this at all, and now I'm kind of thinking it might be okay. I
2: mean, I don't know if it's going to be good, but like, if if there if at this point in time there are like movie premieres, I'm going to lobby hard to get us into this movie premiere because it's just been such an ordeal.
1: I I really think it would be great if if theater openings didn't happen until this week, and somehow <laughs> this ended up being the theater, the movie that everyone went back to the theater for, and it did big business because of that. I think
2: that
0: would be great. I that love that conspiracy. It's fantastic. <laughs>
2: Uh, but yeah, with, with New Mutants, the only other one that I wanted to mention because it was a movie that was supposed to be released a bazillion years ago, and now it's just TBD. There's no plan for releasing it. Is Dave Bautista's My Spy?
0: Oh, God, it still hasn't come out yet? <laughs> it still <hasn't> come out.
1: <laughs> I that thought it had just definite. come out, and I didn't notice it. Like, that's crazy.
0: That is definitely, for a fact, been on a year's worth of, <laughs> of movie previews.
2: For sure, it but- has. Right. Uh,
0: because we did it last summer, I know for a fact we did. Like it's supposed what? to come out in like July or something.
1: You really? Why the fuck isn't this one been le- not even on video on demand? Why is it just already on Netflix?
0: Yeah, that's stupid. Like, it must be legitimately awful.
2: I think, <laughs> I think it probably is. I mean, if Netflix
0: well, is willing to shell out sixty million dollars for Cloverfield Paradox, it seems like they would buy anything. Right? If they, I mean, look.
2: The the Cloverfield name tricked me into watching it, even though I had heard that it was trash. I don't think that they could trick me into watching My Spy.
0: <laughs> that's a fair <laughs> point.
2: Uh, but I think that's it for the summer movie preview, guys. I know it's a weird summer, and uh, you know I know it's relatively slim pickings, but there is shit coming out. Maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe our fall movie preview will be way more interesting, and a combo of our spring movie preview and what would have been on our summer movie
2: I can, I can only hope that New Mutants is still on there. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just wanted to be the mainstay. <laughs>
0: you know, the thing that really makes me the most mad about, one, I just miss going to a theater. I just want to say yep. that. Like I, uh, I'm, I'm totally. pretty big on, on staying home, and I'm not really in a rush for things to start opening back up, but I miss sitting in a movie theater. But, man, freaking Eternals got pushed to next year, and that makes me so mad. I
1: know, I, I, I agree on that too. Like, it, there was already such a long gap with mm-hmm. the next wave of Marvel movies, and it getting pushed back. It's like it's starting to feel like is Marvel movies even still a thing now? You know?
0: Yeah, you, you, you could be legitimate if if Black Widow wasn't already done, and I'm assuming Eternals is also done. Um, I, you, you could make an argument to there, there could be room for concern about Marvel movies because we're going on what eighteen months? Yeah, since by the time in black widow comes out since Game, that's a long time
2: yeah for sure
1: and and they're coming back with stuff that i really love but isn't necessarily their a-list shit you know like mm-hmm. without the momentum coming off the other movies that could be bad for them i
2: yeah, don't know i think the, the, thankfully... the alternative philosophy is people are just so hurting for reliable stuff out there that uh they'll latch back on to a thing that they know is is good quality content we'll see that you know, could
0: the- be too i mean if 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 tenant gets pushed right and movie theaters don't open up till august or september or something um i would expect people will hold off until black widow comes out even if the theaters open they're going to wait until that marvel movie and then they're not going to care if it's 25 50 75 they're stuffing 700 people into those rooms
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: But and uh, you know, again, I'll probably be one of them. Yep. Oh, the, yeah. The oh yeah. No critique. Because uh,
1: I, I I'm the same way. I genuinely missed the experience of going to a movie theater. It's uh you know, uh, it's a different thing than watching some shit at home.
0: Yeah, for sure,
2: for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's our that's our cinema movie preview. So uh, if if there are other ones that we forgot about or ones that you're just excited about, uh, that we didn't do a good job of explaining, please write in and let us know. Cause, but cool uh what have we been watching this past two weeks guys
0: uh i'm go first i well i was uh stuck on a couch for a few days last week and decided that i should rewatch community so i did all six seasons of community in like 10 days right on. and uh always a good time those last two seasons are pretty rough uh but you know what i still enjoy it
2: i think the fourth uh, season's pretty good fifth season's not great
0: See, my problem with, I prefer the fifth to the sixth. Uh, I'm sorry, because... no, that,
2: that's what I meant. I'm sorry. The, the fifth is the one that I like, and the sixth <laughs> one is one that I'm not a big fan of.
0: Yeah, the fifth one is, a. I think it's the first time you watch it, the zaniness of that fifth season is probably a little jarring. But afterwards, it, it, it fits right in. That sixth season, it's almost like they made, they tried to make them too real of characters. Like, Jeff is too much of a jerk. Mm-hmm. And Annie is too much of a go-getter. And Um, I don't know. It just, it it doesn't hit as well. It's it's a pretty strong series finale though for that show.
2: I mean, it's Um, a strong show as a whole. And rumor
0: is we're getting that. We might be getting that movie with how popular it is on Netflix. We will see. Yeah. Um, I rewatched the Lord of the Rings extended editions. I don't. I don't need to say extended editions because those are the only way I watch those films now. Right. Um, I was talking about it with my brother. I was like, man, they're just. They're so good. Like Every time I watch it, I'm just reminded by how great these movies are. And he's like, yeah, I've never watched the extended editions. And I was like, I legitimately don't remember the theater versions of those films. I don't remember how they go at all. I'm the same way.
1: I, I just, at this point, I haven't watched the theater version since the first time I watched it in the theater. I don't know how they go at all, totally.
0: Uh, and because I was in a Lord of the Rings mood, I started rereading Lord of the Rings. Uh, right. I finished The Hobbit. Um, I'm not going to rewatch The Hobbit. I hate those films. I'll just enjoy Tolkien's book. And you know what? Better than Transformers. I'm trying to think if I did anything. Oh, uh, season two of Dead to Me came out on Netflix. Still a pretty good show. Not as good as the first season. I was really hoping we'd have less Jason Marsden. And we kind of ended up with more Jason that, that isn't,
2: isn't that just the way life goes?
0: Yeah. You know, that is such a good analogy for life. You're, <laughs> you're, you want just less of that dude, but he just keeps coming up more and more. But, you know, it's fine. I, I recommend it. If, if you like both Christina Applegate or uh, What's Her butt She played Velma in the Scooby-Doo movie. Linda Cardellini. Yep. They're both great in it. And it's just such an interesting story. It's kind of off the wall. Um, zany, bizarre, even though it's like about a murder. Uh, But I I really recommend it. I like that show a whole bunch. I think that's it. I don't remember. Oh, and like most millennials, uh, Avatar is now on Netflix. So I've been rewatching The Last Airbender. Good call. Great show. You can't go wrong with it. It's great
2: all the time, no matter how many times you watch it.
0: That's it, for reals.
2: Hurt. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll go next. Um, I, I don't I, like to make you in because you don't like it when you go left. That's true. I don't
1: like you next No, I just zoned out for a second. Um, yeah, I, uh, me and Tara, we watched the, uh, the Outsider on HBO, which I think everybody has watched. Uh, the only reason I wanted to bring it up is because after watching the first episode, I remember Ian had said that he didn't like it because it seemed like it was just going to be like a murder investigation show. And then it takes this turn into the supernatural. And man, I don't agree with that. It seems like Supernatural from the get-go. The only few seconds I thought maybe this isn't Supernatural is I really genuinely just wanted it to be a show about an evil twin. <laughs> like, like, I don't think we've gotten like a serious modern take on the evil twin story, and I think somebody should do that. I don't think but, that's
2: true at all. I mean, maybe not as a TV show. There was that year or two years where there were like four doppelganger movies in the same year. But where Doppel- like an- they were not evil twins separated at birth as far as yeah, I know. No. no, I want evil twin. Fair enough.
0: Uh, I was just about to say us. Isn't this whole general concept of us is that we all have an evil doppelganger, but evil twin is different.
1: Yeah. Um, but overall, I'd say this was uh, better than Transformers. Everybody was really good in it. I think they could have wrapped it up in like eight episodes instead of 10, but uh, it it says it's a one and done thing, but man, it sure seems like at the end it's a pilot for another season. So we'll see. But if they did another season, I would watch it.
2: I mean, Uh, HBO definitely needs some more continuing content. They keep making good one-offs.
1: Right, right, right. Well, I mean,
2: it's the, the way it ends, it seems like, oh, wow, this
1: could just be the new X-Files. Hmm. But, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, I, I recommend watching it. I ran a bunch of Conan comics. There was a sale on Conan comics on, uh, on Marvel, I, w- I will, uh, the Marvel app. I will go with Conan as a concept better than Transformers. A big sweaty guy with a sword is always fun. That's
2: all I got. Fair enough. I like it. Uh, I watched a bunch of stuff. I, I, I had started watching and will stop watching because I canceled my Hulu Live subscription until football. The new season of Rick and Morty or the new half of the new season of Rick and Morty.
1: Right. Uh, I'm caught up on Rick and Morty. Which uh, I haven't watched the most recent episode.
2: The uh, story train episode is strong. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, the whole the whole series is strong, but that that was probably the, the most Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty episode so far this season.
0: I uh, really liked the last night's episode. I didn't uh, see that one. <laughs> I think it's also, that's kind of been a the theme this like second half of season four is like, very much making fun of itself. Yeah, I mean, because, it's always
2: making fun of itself.
0: Well, they even talk about like, oh, this was a callback. Like it's all about callbacks. Mm. Um, and it, it's, I, I thought it was pretty strong. I thought it was pretty funny. All right, have you been watching? Are you caught up on what we do in the shadows?
2: I'm not. I need. I need to start watching. I just keep forgetting about it.
0: Yeah. Also, also good times.
2: Um, but I also watched the new show by Justin Roiland, half of the creative team for Rick and Morty, uh, Solar Opposites, which is drawn exactly the same way as Rick and Morty. And it, you know, it's a, a good cash in it. If Hulu feels like it's doing what Netflix was doing like five years ago, uh, which is just putting in an algorithm of shit people like and making things that are that, uh, <laughs> Because it's, it's like, you know, it's kind of just a, a dumber, more, I don't know if lighthearted is the right word, but easier watching Rick and Morty. It's, a, it's just a little bit more straightforward. The jokes are always kind of the jokes that you expect them to be. But they still like, it's, it's entertaining. It's not great, but it's, it's, uh, it's a breezy 30 minutes. And then I also started watching this, the thing that Hulu has been pushing aggressively to me for some reason, hopefully everybody is the great, which is their new, like Victorian, uh, like dry comedy, which is about, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a very loose comical interpretation, I guess, of, of the rise of Catherine the great. Uh, and she was, the, the, premise is she's like a French aristocrat who gets married off to the emperor of Russia to find out that he's essentially, uh, Joffrey, but instead of be instead of like cruelty, just kind of a, a systemic, Lack of empathy from no one ever telling him no, and uh, you know comedic hijinks ensue, and it's surprisingly funny. I've I've been really digging it, and for somebody who has not really been into Victorian stuff ever in my life, I have kind of an identity crisis about liking it.
1: Well, I I figured you weren't even going to give it a try because don't you dislike that guy, right? I do, but I like Nicholas the fact,
2: I like the fact that he's like the Dumbo all the time.
1: right.
0: <laughs>
2: Uh, it's pretty good i i uh, i've liked it i'm two episodes in but i've been digging it so far um, Mike,
0: going on with your two hulu shows um i just i would say uh my controversial opinion right now is that hulu is winning the streaming wars i'm They've, with you man they have like, been killing it lately
2: i agree that's what i'm saying like there's particularly those two i feel like are are some of the stronger things that that I've been interested and seen lately that I'm like, Oh yeah, I can, I can like get into this. I can keep watching these
0: with their FX deal and having, you know, access to all their FX shows. Mm. Um, and with all the anime, like for me, I spend more time on Hulu than I do any other streaming service, which I is strange.
1: I, yeah. I would probably agree
2: on that too. I I'll probably use Hulu
1: more than any other service.
2: And then uh, the wife and I finished kill a kill. And I'm proud to say that she is a convert. It's, <laughs> it's weird and it's naked and it's real goofy, but it's a great time and it's a good story, and I highly recommend it for anybody who's willing to undertake the first like five episodes. <laughs> um, I'll get back
0: to it eventually.
2: Yeah, you know, you don't have to, but uh, I'm I'm happy that she made it through because I I really enjoy rewatching it, and I enjoyed that she got it. Good. I watched Burt Kreischer's new comedy special. Pretty good. Successfully navigates like. Parent jokes, which I feel like a lot of comedians don't do well. Better than Transformers. And uh, the Joseph is smarter than you pick of this week. I watched a movie called The Rover by David Mishad. Mich- I'm going to fuck that up. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, he's the guy who directed uh, probably the most like critically acclaimed Australian movie of all time, uh, Animal Kingdom. Which I can never watch because it's not on any streaming service. Uh, but this was his movie after Animal Kingdom. It's just kind of a post-apocalyptic road movie. With Guy Pierce and Robert Pattinson, and uh it's really good. I really really liked it its it's uh it's not like a wholly new story in any way like you've if you've seen a post apocalyptic road movie, it's that uh but it's just shot really well. the music's really good uh Robert Pattinson's really good, and Guy Pierce just fucking crushes it. he's so good in it so it it's uh I can't remember if it's on Netflix or Hulu, but I recommend it if uh if if you have the time.
0: Have you not watched The Lighthouse yet?
2: I haven't watched The Lighthouse yet.
0: That's surprising to me.
2: I know, I'm I'm getting to it, but that's it. Coolio. Coolio. <laughs> uh i'm assuming we don't have a plan for next week because we there's never do. the concept of time means nothing to us anymore <laughs> i mean considering we didn't even have a plan
1: for this week i'm sure we don't have one for next week
2: for sure but hey you know maybe we'll have something for next week maybe there will be something to talk about or maybe the world will end i don't know i don't have the answers for you this is the wrong podcast to come to for answers <laughs> uh but cool uh unless you guys have anything else i'm gonna close this out then
0: Nothing. S- I'm good.
2: Sweet. Well, thank you everybody for listening. And, uh, you know, if you've been watching any of these weird things that show up on VOD or uh, like original streaming things while we're all hurting for content, again, I'm super into recommendations. Send me in what, uh, what you think uh, people aren't watching enough. You can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com and on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for Art and Brian Velasquez for our team. We'll see you guys next week.
0: Later.